but so I was just very in the moment. Yeah. We had just had sex, mm-hmm. so it was like, <laughs> "Do you want to be <laughs> my girlfriend?" That. Okay. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I need to take a breather and make sure that you know I feel the same way in the morning." <laughs> um, but to your other point, like I feel like I could err on the side of being in my head too much, so yeah. it's finding that. Hey, it's Mo Ari and Tiffany, and you're listening to the Hashtag Love Goals podcast. Before we get into this episode, I just want you to remember that every human, regardless of identity, needs these three things, belonging, authenticity, and love. And after a decade of partnership, we've learned to co-create these things and so much more. So from wherever you're listening, we're going to go on a journey of becoming our own Hashtag Love Goals. Now let's get into this episode. You are now listening to the Hashtag Love Goes Podcast with Tiffany and Mo Ari. We are so excited to have so you here. Excited. I need you all on my side right now because, <laughs> oh you know, I'm, t- I'm going to start with a little story. So a long time ago, like we're going on a decade of knowing each other now and maybe like eight or so years ago, yeah. nine, I asked Tiffany to be in a relationship with me. And her response was like, can you ask me again in the morning? Uh, And it prompted this episode idea because I really wanted to talk about like how you even have a relationship conversation Mm -hmm. uh, at any level of the relationship, how you decide, you know, to take that next step, whatever Mm -hmm. commitment looks like for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt ready, but Tiffany needed a moment. She needs to sleep on it. (laughs) And I, I'm just so curious if we could just go into what that that moment in our history was, yeah. why that pause happened for you, where you're like, yeah. let me ask, let me ask me again in the morning. <laughs> um, and I'm just curious, like maybe I was wrong for asking when I did, but mm-hmm. I'm just curious about like what your perspective is. Yeah, I do not think you were wrong for asking. I felt that I was not in a clear headspace when you asked me this question. I had just flown in from New York. I was in grad school in New York. You were in Chicago. And it was that evening. And I was like, oh, this time, like in my head, this is the dialogue in my head. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. That's so nice. Like I I hadn't seen you in a really long time. I was on the cloud. I was so excited. And I wanted to make sure it wasn't like this dispensated moment where I was just mm. like so happy and excited and mm. like I was going to rush into this answer because of that very moment. So I'm like, okay, yeah. let's check in again yeah. after I slept on it yeah. in the morning. And I remember yeah. waking up like, oh my God, this feels the same. I still want to be with you. Oh, wow. Okay. I can answer the question now because yeah. I feel like I'm in a grounded space. Yeah. So I don't think you were wrong for asking the question. I just knew that it wouldn't be fair or I wanted to make sure that when yeah. I answered the question, yeah, that I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that speaks to your personality. You definitely uh, yeah. are just very level headed like that. Yeah. Um, where you often have to think things mm-hmm. through and I'm more impulsive. Where I'm like, I just know and I just yeah, go with it. And right. I tend to land on my feet, yeah, which is right, good. Right. It doesn't encourage me to stop being impulsive, though. Yeah. Um, but so I was just very in the moment. Yeah. We had just had sex. Mm-hmm. So it was like, <laughs> do you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> that. Okay. <laughs> I was like, 
okay, I need to take a breather and make sure that, you know, I feel the same way in the morning. <laughs> um, but to your other point, like, I feel like I could err on the side of being in my head too much. So yeah. it's finding that healthy balance for me because I could be like, so much like trying to mull it over and think it over that mm-hmm. it's like, girl, just be present, be yeah. in the moment. Yeah. Um, and so I do feel like in that moment, I was like, okay, yeah. I feel really present. I want to make sure this is actually the present. Yeah. Um, I didn't say like, let's talk about this in a month. I was yeah. like, okay, tomorrow I feel like yeah. I'll know I'm in the level head, the yeah. level headed space. Um, and so I was like more than excited that next morning to say, ask me again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so what? I guess, what do you say then, mm-hmm. let's say to someone who's dating, mm-hmm. who is like getting to know somebody, let's say they met on a dating app, mm. something like real modern millennial. Yeah, right. They met on a dating app or something and they're like vibing, mm-hmm. but they haven't had this conversation and they have like so much anxiety about it. Like, where mm-hmm. is it going? And I think particularly what I've experienced with um, my female identified clients mm-hmm who are dating they often are like waiting for their often masculine partner to say something Mm -hmm. like to say like hey i'm in you know i want to i want to be with you Mm um what do you think like should women probably make that move can they initiate that conversation Mm -hmm. like what's your thought on that like do you take a more traditional approach like would you have ever asked me to be in a relationship with you yeah i mean i that's an interesting question. Um, I think women, I was going to say women wait. Like mm. if you're in relationship with like a masculine identified person, a man, like whatever the dynamic is, we wait like, okay, I'm going to wait and see what they say. Like, I'm going to see how they feel. I'm going to see like, you know, how they see the relationship going. Mm. I think that it is so counter to how women are socialized yeah. to say, I like you. Yeah. I want to be in a relationship with you. Yeah. Can we be together? Right? <laughs> in my head, I would like to think that if you hadn't asked me and that was where I wanted to be in our relationship, I would have asked. Yeah. But I, I honestly can't say with 100% certainty that I mm. would have. Um, yeah. It's some, I, again, I think it's how we've been socialized to yeah. wait, you know, yeah. to like, just receive, just allow. Just receive and allow. And there's so much beauty in receiving and allowing. But we also have to ask for the things we want, declare mm-hmm. the things that we want. It is mm. something that I'm actively working on every mm. single day. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a real opportunity. And I would venture to say for mm-hmm. a masculine identified person, it might be a little sexy if mm-hmm. you say like, I like you yeah. and I want to be with you. Yeah. How we make this work. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine that that could be something that yeah. is very attractive um, yeah. to the masculine identified person. Um, so to answer your question, would I have asked? Mm, yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Um, but I will say that for women, it just feels so challenging um, to really lean into that vulnerability. Yeah. I think oftentimes we are seen as vulnerable and mm-hmm. like, just there waiting to receive and we kind of play into that by yeah. them being like okay well i'm yeah. gonna just wait here yeah and then we aren't really getting what we want yeah i want to be in a relationship with you i want to know where i stand i want to know do you even see this going beyond yeah. here yeah um so we are i think it's a real challenge for women to say like at least initiate the conversation right yeah absolutely mm-hmm. you have me really wondering how i would feel i'm like <laughs> 
it's almost like I'm curious mm-hmm. about if in every scenario, I guess I'm wondering like if there is a moment where a woman might initiate, let's say, a relationship with a mm-hmm. man. Let's just make it like a hetero yeah, relationship. Right. She might initiate a relationship conversation mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. say, like, hey, I really want to talk about like us being together. Like, where do you see this going? I wonder how often in culture or in that type of dynamic that that is not received well. Mm-hmm. Because what we don't, I wouldn't want anybody to be in like a cat and mouse dynamic oh, where right. it's like pursuer distancer. Right, right. And I just wonder if women are socialized to receive and allow, what are men socialized into? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we are going to be in a space and time where we're turning those gender roles on their head, we're picking them apart, mm-hmm. we're trying to do something different. Mm-hmm. You know, what could that look like for men? Right. I think men are a little bit more, a little less flexible, a little mm-hmm. bit more cemented into these dynamics mm-hmm. because of culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we have a lot more restrictions yeah. on how masculinity can look. Right. And so many people feel restricted in that. Mm-hmm. So does that feel threatening to masculinity is what mm-hmm. I'm sitting here thinking about mm-hmm. if someone initiates that conversation yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Now, for me personally, no, it does not feel threatening. Yeah. I do feel like I would be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I wonder for the culture at large, I'm aware of how I think differently. I wonder for the culture at large if that would be a challenge. And I'm wondering Mm. if you have any insight based on like maybe what your friends have shared about dating or um, your experiences talking to other women about what the reception has been when those conversations are trying to be had. Mm. I would say that there is a challenge there. I feel like as women are socialized to receive, men are socialized to be the doers, be the people that like initiate and start these conversations and like begin, start the journey, so to speak, of the relationship. Mm. And so I think it, it, from experience, yeah, speaking to very close friends time and time again, it's not always received that well. Yeah, it um, kind of forces them into exactly. this pursuer distancer exactly. dynamic where she pursues, he distances because exactly. he's like, uh, this is supposed to be exactly. my role. I don't know what my role is now. Exactly. I don't know how to receive and allow. Exactly. I got it. Yeah. And so then this feels like it's coming to the heart of mm-hmm. like why we even have these mm-hmm. conversations mm-hmm. to talk about like being your own love goals mm-hmm. and talking about, you know, how we can co-create partnership, yeah. how we co-create right. relationship. What would it be like if both people can to the relationship conversation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and initiated it together yeah what would that even look like i mean i feel like the heart of communication is vulnerability yeah and i feel like regardless of how we're socialized as women if we're socialized to receive Mm -hmm. and as men we're socialized to do 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 imagine what that conversation would look like if let's say the woman takes the lead yeah it's like I really like you. Yeah. I really like that you're yeah. so consistent in communication with me yeah. and you always follow up with friends. Yeah. And I really want to talk about like where we see this relationship going. Yeah. I took a moment. Yeah. And expressed some vulnerability there. Like, I like you. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, we've been socialized. Like, that's just a given. We've been socialized yeah. in the ways that we have. So how do we break that down? Yeah. And I think some of 
breaking that down as being vulnerable yeah. because we we might not as women we're yeah. also very powerful we're mm-hmm. all powerful right just because we receive yeah and are uh socialized to be the people that receive it doesn't mean then that we don't take initiative or we can't take initiative right yeah we can say like i said i really like you how do yeah. we keep this relationship going or what does this relationship look like and that yeah. could encourage the man or the masculine person or whoever else is in the relationship to be like, okay, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So then on the receiving end of that vulnerability that you would have offered in the relationship, mm-hmm. my job is then to be vulnerable because then that starts the process of co-creation. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I don't lean out and I don't let my wall go up, like, wait, wait, that's supposed yeah. to be me. Yeah. You know, she's taking my power away, <laughs> you know, beating my chest. If I yeah. can like be vulnerable, and actually explore my own emotions yeah. and be aware of my emotions, right. um, then I can actually determine if I like you right. enough or if I like you, myself enough to be in a relationship with you. That's okay. a big part, right? Okay. But that's a whole other episode. Okay. <laughs> Do I like me in a relationship with you? Because yeah. I think that that's the biggest question that mm-hmm. we face when we're determining whether we want to be with someone. Right. Do I like how I feel in this mm-hmm. relationship? Do I like who I am in right. partnership with you? Right. Right. Yeah. And I think that is a really great point. And I think that there's so many ways that we can have this conversation. I think we have to use a bit of creativity. Yeah. Because we could just be like, can we talk? Yeah. I want to know, do you see me as your girlfriend? Do you see this going into marriage? Like, those are all important questions. They're all important things to get at. But also we could add a little spin on it. It might be a game. It might be like 21 questions, right? Like, where do you see yourself in this yeah. many years or whatever yeah. the thing might be? I think really allowing ourselves to not follow a specific mold about what that conversation has to look like. Um, it can look so many different ways. It doesn't have to happen at the same exact times. But I think if there is, which probably gets at the timing of when these conversations should happen, um, when it feels like, within you there's some vulnerability you need to mm-hmm. express or you're like are we together yeah. like do we have an anniversary date like yeah. what's happening here then yeah. we probably should start exploring that conversation yeah. and being creative yeah. about what that conversation can look like now you bring up a really great point yeah you know i'm a big supporter of having the actual anniversary and i know you know, I've seen a lot of different relationships mm-hmm. work very well without having yeah. that or yeah. without having these finite dates mm-hmm. or anniversaries. Mm-hmm. However, those are very specific circumstances. A lot of times, so unlike these other scenarios mm-hmm. I'm talking about, mm-hmm. uh, people haven't had that relationship conversation. And then that also means that they haven't done some of this other work to lay the foundation for the relationship, to talk about what they want to build together. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it means that we're kind of happening along into the relationship, Mm -hmm. into this parallel process, but not really together, Mm -hmm. not, you know, uh, not working together. Mm -hmm. It can be like we're in two different relationships at a Mm -hmm. point. Uh, If nobody's ever talked about expectations, Nobody's ever talked about what being committed looks like. How do we expect monogamy if we will not ask and talk about that? You cannot expect monogamy. (laughs) But then we'll be the first ones like with our feelings deeply hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think 
the relationship conversation feels like it goes even more beyond just like, do we go together? Do you like me? Check yes, check no, right? (laughs) It's like, can we build something? Can we co-create something Mm, together? Do we have the same vision? Do we have the same plan? Right. That's that's exactly it. It allows the opportunity for whoever is in a relationship to create the expectations, to create the like, okay, I feel like we should have we should talk on the phone once a day. Like we because of the different life experiences we have, I might not assume coming into a relationship without having any sort of conversation that that's an expectation, right? So having that conversation allows the opportunity to talk about like, okay, these are my experiences. This is what I expect. You said, yeah. these are my experiences. This is yeah. what I expect. Okay. How can we work this mm-hmm. together for what feels good for both of us? Yeah. Um, so it, I agree. Like it's beyond yeah. Yeah. the anniversary date, which yeah. is important. And I am yeah. a sentimental person and love yeah. anniversaries. Yeah. And yeah. it allows for deeper conversation yeah. about co-creation yeah. expectations and things like that. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. then if I can be like a, if I can do like a shameless plug for anniversaries, <laughs> yeah. the reason why I feel like they're so important mm-hmm. is because, you know, when two people come together and they are co-creating mm-hmm, something, mm-hmm. it's special. It's yeah. almost like birthing something mm-hmm. into the world. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just like that you all are coming together and this big love is yeah. about to take place yeah. between the two of you all, mm-hmm. that's worth commemorating. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many moments in life that are, chaotic toxic challenging disruptive Mm -hmm. traumatic Mm -hmm. and then we have this opportunity to birth something beautiful Mm -hmm. into the world together Mm -hmm. we should celebrate that and i know like as black people too how often things we do go uncelebrated because we're always telling ourselves you know success is further out like when i get there i'm gonna celebrate and then we don't always get to just have joy in what we have right now. Having a successful relationship as a black person, just a few generations removed mm-hmm. from slavery, is a success. Mm-hmm. It's not just how much money you make. Yeah. And so if we can like have anniversaries, <laughs> really celebrate them, mm-hmm. have relationship conversations, yeah. we're starting to build real empires. Yes. You're talking about like being kings and queens. It starts like with us really honoring the love that we have as real right. success like right. that's gold i was gonna say and that is all about being your own love goals not yeah. seeing like well this person did it like this so it has to be like right that, they like, pursue money if you decide you're gonna exactly. pursue love you're gonna get something exactly. more than money exactly exactly and it's so unique from person to person that's why it's really important to not compare yourself to the next person literally be your own love goals, whatever that looks like for you, whatever joy that will bring for you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I could just talk about that forever and <laughs> ever and ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I just feel that so much in here. And I'm grateful that you went on this little tangent with me mm-hmm. about, you know, our relationship and how that started. Because yeah. I remember that moment being very special to me mm-hmm. and feeling this overwhelming kind of love Mm -hmm. in that moment. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't lust and it wasn't infatuation. I was clear that it was something different. Mm -hmm. That was like, it was a spark. And even if I only got like a glimpse of it, I knew that it was something that was different that was happening inside of me. And I was like, this 
she's the she's the person yeah. even if you were the one for that moment i knew that that spark that yeah. flash of whatever i saw was like something that mm-hmm. was worth pursuing yeah um so i will say that that's how i knew i was ready to like ask you and have yeah. that conversation mm-hmm. and so that's another thing to explore when you decide to have that conversation try to make that decision because of mm-hmm. you know because you feel ready because yeah. you feel that relationship you know really uh, meets this desire that you have mm-hmm. uh, for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't make it based on right. I need to be with right. somebody because right. that's not you know going to get you all of the things that you right. want. That's my advice. No, anyway. I, I agree. And I will also say be aware if you're running away from the conversation because mm-hmm. I think that night when you asked me that some part of me feeling I mean we had just had sex right? Yeah. But some other piece of this was now in my head, what does that mean? Yeah. Does this mean we're fully monogamous? Does this mean this? Like all of these questions mm. that we could have tackled together in, together in the conversation. Wow. <laughs> I, in that moment, was like, okay, I'm going to pause and regroup tomorrow. But I could have easily been like, uh-uh, this yeah. is sticky. Don't want to do with it. Yeah. And ran away from the conversation or not yeah. leaned in or wasn't vulnerable about it. So I will also invite people to get comfortable with that discomfort yeah. that's coming up there because maybe you it's a moment where you're like well what does that mean yeah and you get to talk about it together that's the yeah. beauty of creating your own relationship you get to talk about it you yeah. get to um come together with your different perspectives <laughs> and understand <laughs> what works for for one another in the relationship well i'm just happy that you said yes <laughs> <laughs> fist bump on that um i absolutely agree with your advice Mm -hmm. so much just being able to lean in is so important Mm -hmm. uh it can be scary when you see that spark of that something new that's something different especially if you came from any kind of upbringing where love didn't look like that it Mm -hmm. didn't feel good Mm -hmm. you were like this cannot be love and then you have this experience with this new person where you're like being held or you're having these Mm -hmm. intense conversations you've never had before Mm -hmm. you used to hate that i talk so much you were like you're a therapist that's a good and bad thing (laughs) but we we had not had conversations like that in our family's origin Mm -hmm. you know i went to grad school so i got all this cool lingo and these new ways of being but being in a relationship with me was challenging because then I was, you know, challenging you to have conversations mm. and love in a different way. Yeah. So it's been a process. And right. I was challenging myself at right. the same time to right. rise to all these things that I now right. knew as what was, you know, healthy and, right. and good and was going to help our love right. grow. And I think you were also encouraging me to be present. Yeah. If I was very honest, I could have probably come to Chicago, had a great time, enjoyed you, never had had this conversation and not thought about it. Like in the present. Like, you know, like just <laughs> presently aware. Wow. On the subconscious, though, I feel like you were mirroring something back to me that I really de- deeply desired. No, I, I desired being in a relationship yeah. with you. Was I embodied in all the ways? Mm-hmm. Was I present to the fact that that yeah. was something that I wanted? Yeah. No, not so yeah. much. Um, but I think you were, you invited me in to yeah. just settle in, which was that grounding piece of like, this feels good. Yeah. I want to be in this relationship. Yeah. And so I feel like a part of that leaning in was being like, okay, he ain't the only one that feels that. Like, I kind of mm-hmm. feel that too. Like, I, I definitely feel that. Like, yeah. um, and so I think you invited me to be present to yeah. really what was, all of what was happening for me. Because yeah. while I was nervous and anxious and 
Like, what is, what is this conversation going to look like? I, de- I really wanted to be in a relationship with you, mm. but I wasn't presently aware of that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's like a real challenge. Yeah, um, it's being very present to it, yeah. uh, really leaning in mm-hmm. when love calls your name. Like, who says that? <laughs> What's, who made that song? Is that Kim? I think. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) Being really leaning in, right? Like, what are you going to do when that moment Mm -hmm. happens? I think when, when, or if you come from a background where you have not experienced that feeling Mm -hmm. before, Mm -hmm. or you have no real precedent for what that feels like, it can feel unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. And we tend to lean out of or feel fear about things that are unfamiliar. So even if we are used to toxic situations, that feels more comfortable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. than having a relationship conversation Mm -hmm. with somebody who is saying, actually, let's do this Mm -hmm. the way that it's going to get us Mm -hmm. a lasting partnership. So even if women are coming to the table and saying, I want to talk about, you know, our relationship, it doesn't always mean it's going to be met with, Yes. Oh, my God. Because people I mean, I think so many people have to unlearn mm. being comfortable yes, absolutely. because comfort sometimes is because is comfort will sometimes leave us in toxic situations. Mm. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and so yeah. we're learning this new way of being in relationship mm-hmm. and leaning in and vulnerability. Right. So I right. think those are some of the biggest topics that we covered. Mm-hmm. But I'll just pause us there. Yeah. We can come back to this conversation. Yeah, that's a good one. We could go on and on about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been Hashtag Love Goals with Mo Ari. And Tiffany. And we will see you all again next time. Bye. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want your question featured in an upcoming episode of the hashtag Love Goals podcast, go ahead and send your question to lovegoalspodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website at lovegoalspodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at lovegoalspodcast. We look forward to hearing from you soon.